This message comes from NPR sponsor, Progressive, and it's Name Your Price Tool. Say how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show coverage options within your budget. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Live from NPR News, I'm Giles Snyder. Despite a second loss to Donald Trump Tuesday night, former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley declared the race is far from over. Here's more from NPR's Windsor Johnston, whether she's right. According to exit polls, Nikki Haley won three quarters of moderates in New Hampshire, along with six in ten college graduates and two thirds of voters who were not registered Republicans. But former President Donald Trump won three quarters of those who identified as Republicans, seven in ten conservatives and those without college degrees backed him by a two to one margin. Nikki Haley's campaign released a memo on Tuesday pushing the goalposts to Super Tuesday. But in other Republican primaries, numbers like New Hampshire's would mean big wins for the former president, since conservatives, GOPers, and voters without a degree are a much bigger part of the electorate. Windsor Johnston, NPR News, Washington. A bipartisan group of senators say they are optimistic that legislation addressing border security and immigration will come together soon. South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham says there's an opportunity for real change and that his fellow Republicans should not stand in the way. We've really done nothing. Now's a good time to do something. Um, We're not going to get the deal uh, that will be perfect for anybody, but I think we can change the law in a way to make illegal immigration to deter it to structurally change our laws. Hardliners, however, have linked border security to a spending package that would provide billions in additional military aid to Ukraine and would also benefit Israel and Taiwan. Russia and Ukraine trading accusations following Wednesday's shootdown of a plane that is said to have had 65 Ukrainian prisoners of war on board. Russia accuses Ukraine of shooting down the plane over Russian airspace. Ukraine has not confirmed or denied it, but is accusing Russia of deliberately compromising the safety of prisoners. That Moscow says we're being taken to a prisoner exchange. Ukraine says Russia did not request safe passage for the plane, unlike previous swaps. Federal environmental regulators trying to help western states better prepare residents for the health impacts of wildfire smoke. Montana Public Radio's Aaron Bolton reports. The U.S. Environmental Protection Agency is sending nearly $11 million to nine states, schools, universities, and tribes as part of a new program to improve indoor air quality during wildfire smoke events. Small particles in wildfire smoke are known to cause a range of respiratory health issues. Montana's health department plans to launch a pilot program that will designate buildings as clean air shelters. The state will train building managers on HVAC maintenance that can improve indoor air quality. The state will also launch a campaign to educate the public about the risks of wildfire smoke. For NPR News, I'm Aaron Bolton in Columbia Falls, Montana. This is NPR. Qatar says Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu is obstructing efforts to bring hostilities in Gaza to an end in exchange for a hostage release. The foreign ministry issued a statement on the ex-social media platform after a leaked recording allegedly captured Netanyahu calling Qatar problematic. Qatar says it is appalled by the remarks. Two big new offshore wind projects have been approved by New Jersey regulators. That's a big boost to the U.S.'s climate goals. Here's NPR's Alejandra Baronda reporting. Last fall, the Danish company Orsted canceled two major offshore wind projects in New Jersey. That signaled trouble for the country's young offshore wind industry, a centerpiece of the U.S.'s climate and energy goals. 
The newly approved projects will more than make up for the losses. Christine Gulsadovi is the president of the New Jersey Board of Public Utilities. This investment in clean energy is really about the future of New Jersey and our fight against climate change and the impacts that clean energy can bring to this state and to the planet. The two new wind farms will be dozens of miles offshore. They're expected to come online in 2031 and 2032 when they're slated to provide enough power for more than one and a half million homes. Alejandra Borunda, NPR News. Washington state has reached a nearly $150 million settlement agreement with drug maker Johnson & Johnson over the company's role in the opioid crisis. The settlement announced Wednesday comes more than four years after the state sued Johnson & Johnson. The settlement calls for the state and local governments to spend some $123 million to address the crisis. The agreement still requires approval from a judge. This is NPR News.